0: Entertaining. I've never heard anything quite like it. Really? Engaging. That's pretty cool. Encouraging. Surely I say unto you dudes, I do not wish to fight. Pursuing the truth and helping you live out a life in Christ. Hey,
1: want to hear the most annoying sound in the world?
0: It's Lee Michaels live. He's a righteous dude. On AM 980, The Mission.
2: Yep, you know it. I'm on fire, babe. She's She's on fire. Woo! Hot, hot, hot. Who am I? My name is Sugbury, and I am the host of the best women's radio show ever. It's called Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. And we touch on topics that nobody else is going to talk about. We get real, we tell it like it is, and I tell you, we're on the show today to make sure that everybody hears about it. If you guys know a woman... Tell her about this show. And you know what? We got a bunch of men that listen, too. They dial in. They're curious. What are they talking about, those crazy hormones? Or what are they talking about, adultery? Or what are they talking about on some of these really challenging topics? And so I encourage you all, check us out. Find us at himforherministries.org. You can see all of the five initiatives that we do on our um, ministry. One is radio The most important, of course, is radio, and we also broadcast this show throughout the United States. Not only here in the Twin Cities, but throughout the U.S. of A. And then after our shows, they're on podcasts. Anywhere you listen to iTunes, Spotify, Google, you can find the topics that we've already discussed and already aired. And I encourage you to just, you know, get on your treadmill, start running, start exercising, do what you got to do. Start cooking, do laundry, fold laundry, and just keep us on. You can always subscribe to it as well. And we are airing through AM 980, The Mission. There is no greater show than this, right, John?
1: You nailed it, Shug, you yeah. nailed it.
2: Yeah, but it looked like you were starting to doze off back there. So no, I wanted no, to make no. Sure you were oh,
1: I'm planning out the hour, Shug. Yeah. I'm extremely hey, engaged amen. back here, amen. I promise. You know, I'm
2: telling you, we <laughs> had such a fast hour on the first show, it went speedy, speedy quick. Actually, everything goes a little faster when you're this age. But I really am encouraging you to continue to dial in. And so today's topic is a topic that I have been asked to do and it's on the com- comedy and the Christian. Why comedy and the Christian? Because sometimes Christianity gets so stinking boring. And I hate to say that. I love the church. I love what God's doing through pastors. I love all of that. But sometimes the relationship and the zest and the zeal and the fervor <laughs> tends to be gone. That's John's real snoring, by the way. You know, we could videotape my husband yeah. while he's snoring.
1: <laughs> we could. I'm sure he'd love that yeah. one.
2: He could have to take his little...
1: There's his thoughts right there. Talk to him earlier about you,
2: it. He'll you, have to put that little CPAP and uh, you know take that off there so that we could tape him snoring. Because I don't hear any snoring anymore. Praise God for the person who invented that. We are just who so invented blessed. what. The CPAP. CPAP. You know? Oh, the CPAP. Okay. okay. Oh, okay no. oh, so that leads us to who is talking on the other end of that mic. It is Bridget Nelson. Hi, she sorry. Is here with her wonderful husband, Mike Nelson. You know... Hi, honey. John, did Hello. you know that we got celebrities in this room? Oh, you know, I know.
1: They follow you around, Shug. They
2: are celebrities. <laughs> they are writers and performers for the acclaimed Mystery Science Theater 3000 and riff tracks i want you guys to remember this riff tracks r-i-f-f-t-r-a-x and really what does riffing mean it it means what you're kind of teasing or talking about shows right yeah can you tell us a little bit about riff tracks
3: yeah um you know this is one of those things like we used to when we were pitching riff tracks you go into a boardroom and you're talking to the executives and you go you ever see that show or those robots like talk back to a funny movie and if they said no, I've never seen that. You go,
2: all right, have a good day, gentlemen. Yep, Yeah. Yep. <laughs> because it is <laughs> so hard know. to explain. Because that's mystery science theater. <laughs> right, <later>. right.
3: <laughs> right. So it, it's basically that. We're making jokes over these movies. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. But it's always like watching a movie with your funniest friends, with yeah. the funniest people in the yeah. world that you like. It's yeah. So that's it's, the it's it's funniest
2: a real word.
0: Funniest, funniest. is a good word. Funniest. I would say it's like painting a mustache on a Mona Lisa. You don't paint it on the actual Mona Lisa. You paint it on a copy. So Who cares? So we put our comments over the jokes, over the movies, and it's fun. Yeah. You can but still go, watch the movie. I don't agree. Yeah. yeah, oh good. Thank yeah, you, you can John. definitely
1: still enjoy the movie. They just it's so much added value.
3: Yeah, we've done a bunch of Thank movies you, that John. we like. We get that complaint like, Well, what's wrong with this movie? Like, we don't say we hate the movies. We it's just really like watching fun. them and talking over them and making jokes and having fun like I people did that do when with they with the you know, state
2: of the union. Exactly. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly what I did. Thing. And yep. you know, you got a big groupie in the room and you know, it's everything he can do to stay in a seat, and that is Mr. John Berg.
1: That's right. I grew up watching the show, have loved the show from day one. I told uh, I told Allie, your assistant, Shug, it was like meeting uh, Mel Brooks or, or Chevy Chase or Dan Aykroyd. Oh. I absolutely love the show. And the, the best thing, I got to stress for anybody, you can go back and get them on DVD and they get better and better. As you get older, you notice all new stuff. My dad and I still watch it at the cabin and absolutely love it. Oh, that so that's good so good to, nice to hear! Thank you, John. Oh, um, I am a
0: little worried. Standing. Do you think I'm better looking than Mel Brooks?
1: <laughs> yes, definitely,
2: definitely. <laughs> Chevy 12, Chase?
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait! wait I what? Don't what know. Twelve, uh, 12 chairs, Mel Brooks, or, or... <laughs> that <laughs> guy? <just> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I know that our listeners are dying to hear. What the heck are you going to talk about, Shug, for the next hour? We got a ton to talk about. In fact, I know it's going to fly by. We already heard about your pet. We heard about your faith walk. We heard about your family and your kids. And if you missed out, you guys, this is going to go to podcast. Is that not right, John? on AM 980 the mission I'll have
1: it up probably by 6:30 tonight they can Whoa. get both full get, hours get and then you can you can share it with everybody too get I on encourage it, John. you to share it
2: it's not going to be like 6:02 It
1: won't be 6:02 like I'll still when be we're done. I'll still be saying goodbye <laughs> to you oh, good, Shug. good no, I'll, I'll be embracing at I'll
2: be out in the parking lot with that Tarzan he's <laughs> yeah, going to exactly. for
1: dinner
2: So okay so what why are we laughing why are we having so much fun because life sometimes gets so legalistic and so serious and we just need to loosen up a little bit, people, we take each other way too serious. And I believe that laughter is actually a great weapon against the enemy of this oh, world. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think that he even knows how to deal with when we can laugh things off and we can give it to Christ and we can you know, have levity, mm-hmm. and, you know oftentimes in a difficult situation, um, it will just give us greater joy in Christ. Amen? Amen. Okay, so now this next hour, hang on. I'm so super pumped. We're going to talk about what if you're not funny? What do you do about that relative who thinks they're funny? Don't go to it yet, because I'm I'm so pumped to hear what you have to say. (laughs) And then what makes a comedian in the first place? And then also I want you to to share a little bit of wisdom with our listeners on how to stay true to your faith in comedy, because there's some raunchy comedy out there. I have been known to walk out of different circumstances, sure. whether it be movies or, or right, plays right. or skits or comedies, where I'm not going to sit and listen to it. And why did you guys think, I'm going to give you stuff to think about for the next hour. Why do you think some people that are Christians have trouble laughing? When did Christianity get so boring? We're going to loosen it up a little bit. Okay. Are you guys Good. ready? I'm ready. John, so ready. are you ready? I'm ready, Shug. Okay, so here's the first question. What makes someone a comedian? How do you know? Are you are you comedian? Like. My kids all say, Mom, you're not funny. I I, I think I'm hilarious. We're going to get there. We're going to help you. We're going to get there. You are funny. We have something for you later. Okay. I think think,
0: uh, many comedians have, I I think if you talk to 100 comedians, they would have a lot of similar experiences in life. Uh, I think pain makes comedians. Sadness Mm -hmm. makes comedians. I hate to say it. Um, It's just a different way of looking at life. But I think you know if you're a comedian, if people laugh at you. You know, like laugh with you and laugh of with you. you. Right. Right. Like that. you Because comedy is <laughs> being able to make someone laugh is power. Yeah. It, there's power there. Yeah. So um, if you can make people laugh, uh, you you have a certain kind of power that you have to learn to use for good. Yeah. And you learn that right away. Sure. Uh, you, yeah. You learn that. Don't you don't you think? Anything? Yeah.
3: And I think you quickly know when you start to do comedy, it is a fraternity of people as weird as they are. And people will let you know, like, well, that guy's not a comedian. He thinks he's funny, like he can do... Who's f-
2: going to tell him? Yeah, well, well that's, you don't get you, hired.
3: Audiences will tell you eventually, but there is also a fraternity around it. I know that I, we both, we, we've talked about this when we were both young. My first thing was, this is, I, I already, you already know how old I am, but my first impression was of Glenn Campbell because <laughs> I had hair like him and I would comb it over to the side and just, he had a show on at the time and I'd go out to my parents and go... Hi, I'm Glenn Campbell, <laughs> and that was just my impression. I didn't have any jokes. I just wait, did wait. my impression, and they were like, "Oh, that is so good!" <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's the late great. Is oh, he? Then. He died, right? Mm-hmm. Street, so Ray my, Ray oh, Glen plus
0: Camp. it's my favorite Glenn Campbell song. He did pass, song.
3: unfortunately. So that's yeah. right. And
1: yeah. he was a yeah.
0: really Thank nice Thank you,
2: John, guy. for being tactful yeah. on that. And yeah.
0: he was yeah. so, <laughs> so kind. I, lo- I love I Glenn Campbell. Yes, I think you learn, you you know when you're a little kid, if you're getting the laughs. Um, my first joke was, um, I was in the dumb reading group. Sorry, you're not supposed to say that, but I knew that I was, right? And uh, it was me and this other kid, Albert. And uh, the teacher said, you can name your your team your reading team and I said well how about the odd couple and she started <laughs> laughing so hard and it was a cultural reference too you know I was a first grader and the kids didn't know what I was talking about because nobody else nobody could probably watch it. tv but I could watch tv at like 10 o'clock at night and it was my joke I had like yeah I had a lot of jokes like that and like wow I like I like this yeah and it gets me out of everything yeah I can be a you know
2: did I, you guys watch shows and and try to pick up on stuff that was funny yes
3: yeah, and I think I I think one time I I knew the cast of of a sitcom when I was like seven, yeah. like oh that's that actor. My mom was, how do you know who that guy? Is? Why do you care? Yeah, totally. And so it's just sort of in your yeah, it's in the air. You know that you're sort of interested in show business, and why do you care? And. Yes. And, you know, you grow up with it and know, yeah, i like part of this. It. I, I liked, want to be part um, of
0: this. liked Jay Sandrich episodes of M- Mary Tyler Moore, the ones he wrote. Like, why would I know the writer of a comedy show? Yeah. I was like a, a really little kid. Yeah, But, yeah, it, it just came right away. And my dad did a little stand-up cl- uh, comedy. He had a nightclub, he had a bar, and on Wednesdays, or like, it was Thirsty Thursdays, and then there was like Back to the 50s Wednesdays, and he would do a little stand-up, and I liked it. Yeah, so actually it could be
2: Inherited. Inherited humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I got two kids that are hilarious, Shelly and Ben. Yeah. When we used to get those two together, they would just crack us up. They'd do skits, they'd do stuff all the time. And now my son works for DreamWorks in in L.A. Yeah. Hey, a shout out to my two sweet kids. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. And we'll make your mom funny.
0: (laughs) Who can turn the world on with her smile? Who can take a nothing day and suddenly make it all seem worthwhile? Help me out, oh,
2: St. Larry And
0: You should know it. With each glance and every little movement you show it. Love is all around,
2: no need to waste it.
0: This is Lee
2: Michaels Live.
0: He's a good man and thorough.
2: <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Lee Michaels, wow, he's thorough. What does that mean exactly, John? I'm not sure. My head's going in the wrong direction. Oh, that's
1: Maude Lebowski.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not Lee Michaels, people, uh, but I am thorough when it comes to hilarious, fun stuff like our guests we have here today. My name is Sugbury, and I am with him for Her Radio, HIM, number four, Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Find us, please, here on AM 980, The Mission, or anywhere else that podcasts are played after that. And I've got two great guests with me here today. I I can't wait to get into it. They are just not only living in the comedy world, they have some suggestions for all of you. I And and so we've got Mike and Bridget Nelson. You guys, thank you so much for coming on. It's so wow. much fun to be here. Oh, it's
3: been a blast. i been thank enjoying
2: you. it. And you know, John, I'm old and I can't remember. Did I tell you that these guys are huge winners of all these different awards?
1: Three Emmys, right? Three, One, two, three. Emmys. Oh, no, no,
0: no. We only got nominated. Only oh, nominated.
1: There we go. Now, and, three Emmy nominations.
0: Yes, and they would put us... But here's what's funny is we're Minnesotans, right? So they somehow knew that we're just nerds in we would get bad get bad
2: tables at the emmys like they stick you in the corner oh every time by the kitchen
1: by the restroom
2: absolutely they're like
0: ah they're not gonna win
2: our Ouch. son was nominated for an annie award same kind of thing we we're back in the nosebleed section he was in the second row right yeah and as a matter of fact that gentleman that just passed a basketball player what's his name again kobe kobe, kobe, kobe bryant. bryant was the one who introduced my little boy oh, oh my goodness wow. yeah. cool although he's that? not little at now you know he was he's wow. an adult but uh, What's it like DreamWorks. to win? What's it like? He didn't win. He got <laughs> no. nominated. Okay, <laughs> see, then he knows, and he can hang with us. And you know the fact no he he wasn't going to win. He didn't have that script done yet. He didn't have his his what are they called? Your your thank you no right right you go right. Go up there. He didn't have a speech. That's, That's so Bridget, Minnesotan of
3: him. Bridget, Mike, did you get any Razzies? Any Razzie awards?
2: No. No, we, no we got
3: nominated for. This is the most embarrassing thing. We got nominated for a bunch of cable Ace Awards. Remember those? <laughs> those no, sorry, you don't. won't see those no, on my I resume anymore. Is that
2: what dial up?
0: no it was before then they started letting cable stuff be on the emmys but it was like a a, like a bad sub oh you're stuck in the corner
3: but once we go we got called in and they said hey the producer came right up to us and said you guys we're gonna move your seats you're going up to we were in the fifth row or something you're going to the second row oh my heart the cameraman came over and he was setting up a shot he was like here's how i'm gonna shoot you we're like We won! We won! (laughs) And then it happens, they stick the camera, it is an inch from your face, and you have to get your expression on like, I'm surprised I won. And, of course, we lost.
1: I was yes. like, why did
3: you do that to us? That was the biggest prank ever.
1: Because like.
0: somebody big, some celebrity, left to go to the bathroom, and they have to fill the seat. Oh, sure. They don't So they brushed us down there. And I was pregnant. Was I pregnant, too? I was not an attractive TV person. Oh, someone's
3: uh, seat filler sat next to me, and right in front of me is, like, Seinfeld, um Kelsey Grammer, like real people. Wow, and, you guys the, are real. The no. person sat next to me, turned to me, looked at me, and cried.
2: That's oh, you know seen
0: <laughs> so with the losers. Yeah. Her big <laughs> chance, and it's this big farm kid and, from And Minnesota. I
2: patted her on
3: the shoulder and said, "I know. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't help you." Well, okay. So, what about the person who thinks they're funny? Or do you have any tips for them at all?
3: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think that they're not funny or can't be, but there's there's an old movie where this dilemma comes up. It's a movie about the early days of comedy. Uh, called my favorite year and someone says i'm not funny i can't and the guy says no everyone can tell a joke so we have something for you shook
2: well my kids say i'm not funny so well, here we I are know. so you, you get, get it to so here's what you do it.
3: everyone can tell a simple joke okay it's just number one there you just,
2: got it scripted out for yeah me. so yep, you just tell and
3: this and we'll give you how come you didn't is put you-
2: it in large print for me all story. right so okay, here it is the comedy stylings of suge burry okay, here this we are okay listeners a man walks into a doctor's office wait stop. first of all that's a miracle right there. never tell
0: a joke. <laughs>
3: well, you're supposed to stand up, but you can't do it. So, okay. Never... St- Never tell a joke, joke sitting, sitting, sitting down. down. No,
2: you shouldn't. And you should know. stand
3: up and use your hands. Yeah. but you can't do that. Okay. It, it's radio. You know, one so time do I it. used
2: my hands here and I knocked the mic all the way across right. the room. <laughs> okay, try I again. I did because you know I am a public speaker. This is what I do. Right. Okay, yeah. here she goes. Okay, so first of all, the the beginning of this is a lie. I just got to tell you, a man walks into the doctor's office. This just doesn't happen. You got to drag him in. Or should, him this okay. is inf- You're not being all funny. I right, know, right but now. I'm just telling you the truth. You're deconstructing all right. Here we go. A man. I'll just come on right from. Yep, do it straight. Come on. You want to be in show business? You got I do it right. Okay. A man walks into the doctor's office. He has a cucumber up his nose, a carrot in his left ear, and a banana in his right ear. Well, now this is becoming more believable. you can't but, stop. I know. I, what's the matter with me? He asks the doctor, and the I doctor mean... replies, "You're not eating properly." <laughs>
1: huh it's <That's>
0: not bad. <laughs> okay, Mike. Can you critique her as if as if this was America's
2: Got Talent or something? Well, I'd, first of all, I'd be yanked off the stage with a hook.
3: Right, right. You can't, like, the inner commentary on your own joke is probably not going
2: to Yeah, but I always got a party going on in my head. I can't, <laughs> know, but it just comes out. I can't. <laughs> do you want me to read the second Shug, one? Uh, the do,
3: second one's an advanced one. Let's see if you can joke? pull it can off now it? that we've given you the tips. Here of she don't goes. comment on it. Just let's do it.
2: A doctor says to his patient, I'm afraid I have some bad news. You're dying and you don't have much time. The guy says, oh, no, that's terrible. How long have I got? 10, the doctor says. 10? Ten? 10 what? Months? Weeks? What? Asks the guy. The doctor says 10, 9 eight seven now that's good. you yeah! landed that
3: one you did it you, you did
2: landed it. it you're funny that was
3: funny you did it more serious like that was a good setup
2: see you so tasted there you go. it now no, i did that sitting down can you imagine if i was standing up over stand and up right and
3: using your arms yeah and, you
2: would we're... i can see it with like a
0: skinny tie and like you're pushing
3: you're... your sleeves up on your unconstructed jacket yeah, standing okay. against see, a brick should...
0: wall
2: It anyone can be funny practice. I, I love it thank you you know thank you i'm gonna work that one well i'm just gonna tell my kids to listen to the show. Show, you and can then have I don't, both I don't have to redo it for them. So, um, those people who want to get into the comedy world, I know that you guys have really battled at times. I, I would imagine with some of the ramifications of being a Christian in the comedy world, you're writing comedy, but you're not writing Christian comedy. Right? What type of tension have you felt in that?
3: Oh, there's there's a lot of it because you know you also work with people who aren't. They don't share your worldviews. You have a lot of arguments about. And you, you also have this internal struggle of what, how, how am I not leading people astray with my comedy um, while I'm working with someone else? Because you can't just tell everyone else and put them at arm's length and say, hey, I'm a Christian, so you can't do this. You know? So there is, there's a bunch of tension around it. And that's just kind of my basic thing is I just, I can't have anything lead someone astray. And and one of the things that's beautiful about what we do is we've heard constantly mm-hmm. that our our humor, because we're so light and we, we don't get, you know, there's some things that are dark. And I think that it's fun to laugh at, again, laughing at the devil. I think there's a place for that and dark humor. But uh, we find that so many people connect with their family uh, around our humor. Around riff tracks. And over the years, like, I I can't tell you the Mm -hmm. hundreds of people who've said that my dad and I, we weren't getting along. My dad was going through sickness, my mom, whatever. And then we we watched these riff tracks and then we could laugh. That was the one thing that we had in common. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, that's my basic thing is it's not... Uh, it doesn't have to be a Christian message. It's just it's very welcoming and it's for everyone if they want to participate. And
2: tell it. us again where they can find these riff tracks.
3: Uh r i f f t r a x r i f f t r a x.com.
2: Easy to remember, com. Yep. Miss Bridget, are you on these shows? Yes, I have
0: a uh, um I'm on Rift Tracks as well, and I have a comedy partner named Mary Jo Peel, who's very, very funny. She was also on Mystery Science Theater 3000, and she and I have um, a release about once a month, and we do all sorts of movies. We kind of focus a little more on the older movies, some of the old black and white teen type movies yes. is something we we really enjoy. And we're also doing a whole series of the old Sherlock Holmes and Watsons from the 40s. Oh, good It guess. is so much fun, and we have all these people. It's like our own mini classic movie club. They watch Watch our stuff and it's just really fun but as far as keeping um your christian mindset i would say for me uh the better writer i become and the more i'm in the word the more my conscience will not do certain jokes Mm -hmm. sometimes i'll ask you is this one okay uh is that one okay there was one the other day um and i was on the fence about and you said no i I i think I think it's okay because you're you are making a comment on on it, so you know it was good.
3: Yeah, it's it's a negotiation with everything, and you you know part of it is your inner wisdom, part of it's the Holy Spirit, part of it's being in the Word. So it's and and a lot of it is negotiation with other human beings again who aren't who don't share your worldview. So yeah, you, you're stuck with it. So yeah. you you're negotiating all those different things, and hopefully at the end you have honored. God and honored Christ Mm and what you do Mm because he
0: ends up being your audience so yes so it is not Christian comedy I wouldn't say like this is you know where where you would put it uh, like advertise it as a Christian thing to go to but it is we are Christians in this world trying to swim against the stream
2: and so some of that current yeah absolutely and so when we come back I really want to talk about um, how do you say no to people? Maybe they want you to say or talk or do something in your shows, and it's not, it goes against what you believe, or it's wrong, or it's part of this world. Hang on, listeners, we'll be right back to talk about that. Like a cloud,
0: I pretend to be glad. Sad, 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 sad. Now there's some sad things known to men. but ain't too much than The tears of a clown. Last hour, oh. sing and saves all the world. Rose no, 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 Mike,
3: that section's over, you non-musical mook. Well, sorry. Never mind, I'll handle this section myself. Talk quietly amongst yourselves. Get. The end! Ow, ow. Well, Larry, I guess I better get going. Say hello to Jim Kick for me. Uh, let's see if there's any Larry Zonka movies on tonight. I don't know
2: what you're thinking. Okay, bring the brats out. Hey, friends, if you're just climbing in your car after a long day of work and you're ready to drive home, you have tuned into the right show. My name is Sugbury, and I am the host of Him for Her Radio H-I-M, number four, her radio, women's hot topics. And today's topic is not just for women. Today's topic is on comedy and the Christian. And we have two fabulous guests with us here today, Mike and Bridget Nelson. And let me just quick tell you about them. They are writers and performers for the acclaimed Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Riff Tracks. We're talking comedy today. We're talking about Christians today. And right before the break, we talked about couple of questions I'm going to ask. We talked, we heard a little bit about the Emmy Awards, about what happened. The woman next to you guys was crying because they said we're sitting next to you. And then also the question I asked you that I want to make sure that you address is how do you say no to some of the content that people want you to do in comedy. So let's first attack the, the Emmys. I want to go back to the Emmys. Oh, sure, sure. My head is still there with that woman <laughs> crying. And, you know, what else has happened at the Emmys?
0: Well, I actually have a, a pretty funny one. So Dick Clark produced everything. This was, in you know, when we the were late, going late, great out. Dick Clark. Well, like, yes. yes like, we keep bringing up He's people. up
3: there with Glenn, he's Glenn up there. Campbell. Yeah,
0: but we're getting older, so this is what happened. <laughs> exactly. So he produced everything, and he would be up on stage, and he's like, okay, we're going to, this is how it works, and you applaud now and whatever, and... Uh, then he's, he's running all over the place and we're all at the bar before it starts. And, um, it's very crowded and I'm right next to Wolf Blitzer. And so Wolf Blitzer says, Hey, what can I get you? And so I tell him what I want. So he buys me my drink. He gives it to me and I'm having it and, uh, chatting with him a little little bit. And then all of a sudden Dick Clark himself comes and takes the drink out of my hand and says, it's time to sit down. (laughs) (laughs) So Wolf Dick Clark took the drink away that Will Blitzer bought me. (laughs) But But he he did
3: it so nicely, you know. It's like, hey, uh, we're trying to move into the theater. Can I just take that?
2: Let me take a cup.
3: And then when I got into the theater, which was less than 30 seconds later, Dick Clark was on stage doing a mic check. So I think he can actually bi-locate. He could. Yeah, there was several Dick Clarks out there in the world. He's the best
0: host. He's taking your drinks. He's getting his, you know, and then I saw him in the buffet line later and we discussed how large the shrimp were.
2: So that's my story. That is a pretty (laughs) important topic.
0: That's for I sure. I really wanted to get that yeah, out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, and just in person, did he look as oh, perfect little. as he looks on TV? He has a little tiny body and a really big head. Oh, yeah, he got to have a big head
3: to be in showbiz. You bit. have to and have a big has, head. Yeah. The
2: Osmonds have big heads.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I brought up the Osmonds. I mean, they're okay. Never mind. Got yeah, but what does this guy
3: look like? Anyways, oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. <laughs> 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 oh, just in a general kind of way. You betcha. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you know, only I and Lena, I think Mike <laughs> can talk more about. <clears throat> I guess the more serious topic about that you were just bringing
2: up about what was it? Do I about- mean? I love it that you're you're not as old as I am and you forget. I forget everything, you know, because this I, it just makes my day. Where am I? I'm gonna. My what? husband's gonna pick me up tonight. I'm gonna be so super bummed. I'm gonna. Hey, this cute little young Bridget still forgets like <laughs> I do. Okay, so here's the question. I'm gonna ask okay. Mike. Yep. Mike, let's see if you can remember it. The question was in comedy. There's a lot of raunchy comedy out there. What if somebody approaches you? Uh, we want you guys to do this kind of comedy, or they want to build it into something you're already doing. How have first of all have you had to address with that? I didn't say that right. Yes, not dress I have. it. Have, I have you addressed that in the past? And and what tips do you have for us for somebody that might be listening who doesn't want to do that either?
3: It's very very hard. I mean, there's there's so much pressure when, especially when you're in the world. I'm sure your son could attest to this. DreamWorks is probably mm-hmm. not a bastion of Christianity, (laughs) Uh, I've been there. It's a cool campus, by the way. Um, But uh, yeah, early on when I was fairly new Christian, I had an opportunity to do voice acting for something. And the the makers and producers of it, I knew some of them, some of them I didn't know. So I was in a room with a lot of people who were more famous than I was or at various levels. And someone gave me a line that was just, uh, it was a bit, it was a blaspheming line. Yeah. And I was playing a character and at first I thought, well, I mean, it's just a character I'm just doing. But then I, you know, my conscience was stung and I said, I got to do it. So I went up to the producer and in front of everyone had to say, look, I'm, you know, I'm a follower of Christ. This line offends me. Is there any way we can change it? Because it doesn't seem like it matters. Yeah. And, And. they at first they they looked at me like are you like I had three heads like what are you talking about mm. are you mm. joking is yeah. this a gag
2: Yeah you want to get paid a, buddy
3: Yeah and I said well no I mean if it's all the same to you I mean yeah. cuz it doesn't it's a throwaway and they said okay I guess and they all kind of snickered at me and then I I felt the shame but I was like well I had to Yeah I had to do it yeah. and so I guess that's the thing is just like if you're You know, if your conscience is stung by it, if you, you you know, God gives you wisdom, it's not always supernatural, it's sometimes just... Your wisdom learned and, you know, instilled in you to to say that, that this and no further. I can't do it. Well, mm-hmm. and this
2: brings up a good topic. Why is it that it seems in comedy, especially stand-up comedy, every other word has to be the F word. Mm-hmm. Every other thing has to be a swear word. Like, are they have they run out of content? I mean, help me to understand this.
0: Well, the one thing I think know that happens is once you break that barrier and you do that, you keep doing it. And I think after a while, it's like anything you're given over to your own depravity Mm -hmm. and you can't not do that kind of humor. It just builds on itself. But it's not even funny. I don't think it's funny. I know it. and But I I really do. I think that once you let yourself do it, it's just the easiest thing to do. Wouldn't you agree, honey?
3: Yeah. We were just reading the other night. I'm in a group. We're reading Chesterton, reading Orthodoxy by G.K. Chesterton. And he talks about the limits being the freedom for an artist. Like if you are given, you have to do this within these boundaries, that's when you are creative. Like, oh, fun, we get to solve this puzzle. And when everything is wide open and like anything is available for comedy, like how is that funny then? Because you didn't, you, you could pull from anything. And, and obviously just like a, obscenity the first time you do it, people laugh because it's either uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But once it becomes the smooth, worn path, like a oh, big deal. Yeah. Now, where do you go? One There's time we were, we
2: were mm-hmm. at a comedy show. We had gotten tickets for uh, somebody gave it to us as a gift. And we went to this comedy show and I said we both had front row seats right in front of the comedian. And it was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. There you know, the F bomb was flying. They were talking about inappropriate stuff that I would never, you know, it, it would be in a porn movie. And I got up and walked out. Yeah. And my husband, of course, is with me. He's he's all in on that too. And it's just you know, it's it's difficult because I don't think that is funny. I don't think that's humor. I don't you know, and and really God has a sense of humor and he does. And I just look at this and I'm like, where are they coming up with this stuff? It's not even funny. But yet you can hear dry humor. You can hear clean humor Mm -hmm. in so many Mm -hmm. times. And it's hilarious. And you can't stop laughing. Right. In fact, we went to an event in St. Paul, my husband and I, and it was sold out. It was a Christian comedy night. And all of the people who came up there were hilarious. We just kept laughing our heads off. And you never miss the obscenities you don't say oh that was so funny gosh I wish they had said the F word yeah (laughs) yeah. Yeah. you know darn I sure did miss
0: that in the conversation yeah Yeah. absolutely I will say one thing about comedy we were talking about it with Allie with your assistant Mm -hmm. in before you know what I
2: call Allie what Uh, hello to Allie Ahrens if she's listening I call her my marriage saver I don't call her my executive assistant I say she's my marriage saver (laughs) (laughs) so what were you telling her she um, well just
0: about you know like if you go to a concert you go to hey I'm going to go see this band I'm going to go see A folk concert You know what you're going to see But a lot of times People just walk into A comedy club And say I'm going to go See comedy And it it could be anything so i i really i urge people to actually look into the comedian you're yeah. going to see you can find a review on any comedian just don't randomly for the christian don't randomly walk into a comedy club yeah. you're going to be offended yeah mm-hmm. that is
3: not a dice you want to roll <laughs> like maybe they'll all be clean and nice like that is not going <laughs> oh, to happen it'll be
0: there'll be some nice <laughs> gals from minnesota telling some funny jokes about the state fair it'll yeah. all be fine you bet it ya just won't it just just don't D- don't go until you look.
2: Yeah, until you investigate it. Yes, and look yes. in. and you know that yeah. leads us to the other thing. You know, it. You when you're a Christian and you're a comedian, mm-hmm. you got to be careful on that walk you know. when you're out there. And there, you know, recently a big name has fallen yeah. quite quickly, and he's one of my favorite comedians. And so, you know, what words of wisdom do you have for people out there on that?
3: Well, it's it's really tough to get overwhelmed by fame, and I think even a, a Christian can be. Uh, buried by that without having the wisdom. And so I would just say, man, if you're going to be in the arts and and if you're a young person coming up, be mentored by Christians who are further down that path than you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know anything about this particular situation with him, but just for the young person, that's what I would say. You still have to have people over you, mentors, friends, people holding you accountable because it, it is not easy under the best of circumstances. Mm-hmm. And when fame and, and all the, the temptations overwhelm you, you have to be armed and prepared.
2: Amen. Now, what mm-hmm. if both of your kids, George and August, what if they came to you and said, do we want to get into comedy? What would be the first steps you'd share with them?
0: Well, the first thing I would ask them is, what's your act? What are you going to do? Are you funny? <laughs> are you funny? Do you have a plan? <laughs> and and yeah, I, I would, I'd be thrilled if they would want to go into comedy because I think they're both really really funny but i would want them to have a little bit better plan than you and i did a little bit better plan than you and i did yeah that's for sure
3: which was to say no plan at all (laughs) exactly yeah yeah
2: so they'll probably meet their wife when they're doing stand-up is that what you're trying to say one of them's married and another one has a serious
0: girlfriend so now's the time to go into comedy because they already have the good women to keep them grounded but um i would say to them go for it just uh have a backup plan, yeah. which we did not have. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to think what would be the parallel of saying, you know, yes, please go into stand up comedy. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> go
3: into the um, pushing uh, a shopping cart and yeah. recycling can business. I think that that's a solid <laughs> future for you.
2: But you can really see from youth that they have that bent, whether they're, you know, comedians or actors or, you know, artists or artistic people, whatever that is. I could see it in my kids. Yes, you could see it right away. Yeah, right away. Like Mm -hmm. our son was drawing three-dimensional Pocahontas when he was only like five years old. Our daughter was putting together skits with the whole entire neighborhood. She's like a little producer. She does a great job. Right. But we're going to go for just a moment. We're going to come back. We're going to... You guys, we only got one segment left. Oh. I'm so bummed. You know, could we have another hour, Lee? Yeah. Lee Michaels, give us another hour. (laughs) Your show is way too short. We'll be right back. This is Sugbury for The Lee Michaels Show. You've been gone too long. I'm sorry, I'm dancing. We can't do a show. I'm I'll dancing. On, I'm dancing on my chair. Woo! Sister, sugar. Sister. Amen. 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 You guys, this this is the last segment. We're I know. almost done. It went so quickly. You know, I have clearly. My husband teases me. He's probably waiting for me out in the parking lot. And his joke is, honey, I have trained you to talk to a wall for hours. So (laughs) there we are. There we are. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Sugbury. No, I'm not Lee Michaels. And I am the host of the best women's show out there. It's Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I want you to dial in. I want you to find us either on podcast or through AM980, The Mission, or any other place you like to listen. Just tune in and hopefully we'll be there with you. We are here today. We're talking about a topic that's been brought up to us to talk about And it's um, Comedy and the Christian. We've got Mike and Bridget Nelson here with us. They are celebrities, (laughs) Emmy Award nominees as well. What did you win, a Peabody? Is that what that was?
3: We did win a Peabody, which is a distinguished award. And when we got it, I remember hearing the news and we said, what is a Peabody Award? <laughs> and then we learned all these like jealous newscasters and everything. Yes. We're going to Peabody. Yes.
2: And all <sighs> the writings, you were up against big names like yes. Seinfeld and everybody else. I mean, I just, wow. I'm just in awe. And we, with a few minutes we have left here, I've just got two more questions for you. you guys ready? I'm ready. Are you exhausted? I, are you ready for some more? I'm ready for some hard okay. questions. Okay. So oh, here's a hard one. All right. How come... There's so many grumpy Christians out there. How come people aren't laughing? I mean, you know, we need to quit being so serious. Well,
3: well I think that it, there they are right now. There's some, some Christians no, came no, in the studio. and they are laughing, at us. They're laughing at us. That's fine. Uh, well, I would just say that a lot of Christians think that because, you know, Christianity and theology... Is serious business, mm-hmm. um, and it is. But uh, it encompasses everything, everything in your life. It is, you know, God is is uh, is everything, and so He would encompass the laughter. I mean, have you ever been on a plane and everything's going poorly, and then there's a baby in some section who wakes up and starts laughing? The entire plane yes. laughs. Like, yes. is, is that not the most godly? thing? It's so simple. A child is laughing at someone popping their lips or whatever. Yeah. And that you can see in that that there's something godly to that. So to exclude humor because this is serious business seems to me to there would be so many other things you'd have to leave out as well. And it doesn't seem to me that that makes any sense, like leaving out enjoying a steak or something. No, we're too serious. We can't enjoy that. We can't enjoy laughter. We can't talk about it. We can't think about it. It, you know, Christ in, can infuse every part of your life and humor is obviously a gift and so why not that?
2: Amen. Yeah.
0: It's it's empathy. Laughing with people is, is empathy. I, how many times has it put people at ease? How many times have people said to us, I watched your show and I just relaxed and I laughed and I forgot about things for a while. Yeah. I think it's it's a blessing. It's, it's a, a real privilege to be able to make people laugh. Um, you have to learn young not to make people, not to get laughter out of um, the expense of others, mm-hmm. which can be a place where a lot of people go, and um, I don't think, Mike, you or I have a large uh, streak of that in us. It would, would not have served either of us very well.
2: You know, Ephesians talks about that exact thing, that we should not have vulgar speech, foolish talk, or coarse jesting. Yeah. And you know, you wristing know, is different than jesting a- against somebody Somebody's, you know, I was telling my husband about that um, earlier today. I said, you know, I hate it when people... Insult somebody else for their expense for the laugh. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nothing worse than that.
0: Nothing worse. And I think as we matured as writers, I know for me in the early days, maybe on the old old show, we might have made more jokes about appearance of people and things mm-hmm. because we ourselves were young and you never think you're going to get old and not look good and whatever. And but yeah, I baby, feel like, you are looking great. But, oh, but as you're older, I mean, I just we just ha- never really do it anymore.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, there's and that's the thing about comedy; it rides a line a lot of times, and so. There are things that you always regret because mm-hmm. you you can't know that someone's going to take it poorly or whatever, and that's life itself. You yeah. with your yeah. friends or whoever, all your interactions where you have to say, "I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that again, and I apologize yeah. I, and ask forgiveness." You know, so comedy. There's probably a lot in my background that I go, "I wouldn't do that again." Yeah. But. Yeah, what are you heart to do? Because Not. it changes yeah.
2: so much, and the, the culture yeah, changes. Yeah, and the culture the
3: changes, so it's always in flux. So.
2: Yeah. So mm. if you guys are sitting next to a grumpy Christian, let's see if we can make them smile somehow. So how can we use comedy and laughter to bring glory to God?
0: Well, a merry heart is good medicine, right? Yes. And a broken spirit dries up the bones. Mm. And I think... Anytime you can make someone laugh, that releases something in them, and that joy is a gift from God. All joy is a gift from God. We could, we could not know joy if we didn't know God. It's a it's that waving to the future of what might be the Abraham's promise. You know, Amen. it's not quite yet. That's part of laughter. Laughter is part of the promise coming. I hope it's fun in heaven. I yep, hope it's we'll funny. Love, hope,
2: what do you mean? I hope it's yeah. What am I saying? I what hope it's going to be funny. In, it's
0: going to be funny in
2: heaven. Yes, it's. I mean, God is a God of laughter and joy, and you know, I just I can't wait. You know, even the glimpses you think about when you laugh your head off. Our kids when they would get together in restaurants would laugh so hard. Yes, that all you heard was a ticking noise in the back of their throat, like. the... Like, you know, and then we had to kick him out. And go wait outside of the restaurant. You know, yep. those, that was back in the days you didn't worry about him getting kidnapped. Exactly, but you know, because they were laughing so hard, they it were disrupting the whole restaurant. Shelley and Ben, you know what I'm talking about. And it's good for your tummy. It's good for your you. It, it's good for your it tummy is. muscles. And it it's just it's good for you. Laugh. I heard laugh a comedian a once say that if you don't laugh, it settles in your belly. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, if you don't laugh, it settles in your belly, which tells me I am not going to cover I've, up any more than I have to. So that's I the more awesome. you laugh, the more it disappears. <laughs> it's like a weight loss program. I like it. Let's market it, Mike. I think so. What do you think? We can go on informal,
0: I think so, too. And
3: I would just say one last thing about laughter. There was a time when I was in sixth grade or something where my friends and I got the giggles in class. We got kicked out, and the teacher said, go to, and she, but she was kind of laughing, like, but go to the principal's office. And I remember thinking... I wish that like half my day could be that just like losing yourself (laughs) to laughter, (laughs) wishing that it would happen again, going, wow, that's going to sometime I'm going to get that again. And I, you know, those things are rare where you're truly laughing. But think of the joy of that. But isn't uh, it
2: more rare the older you get? I mean, when we were kids, we used to laugh our heads off all. I mean, to the point where you really could almost pee your pants.
0: Yes, yes. I don't I don't think so. I think we laugh a lot.
3: We laugh a lot, although as comedians, there's a, a hazard in the business where you something is really funny and you, here's how you respond to it. That's that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. And you yeah. point at the person, and you yeah. very seriously go, "That's funny." That's Put that funny. down. Yeah. 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 Right. No the but there's nothing laughing. But there's something
2: great about laughing. So I am going to dare our listeners. Okay. How many do you think are out there, John? Zillions of people. Zillions. I think yeah. that's
1: exactly how many. Literally I zillions.
2: We are yep. going to challenge and dare our listeners to laugh their heads off. And if you guys, if you're not laughing in life today, you got to figure out how you can begin to laugh in mm-hmm. life today. Why? Because it glorifies God in absolutely every. If you have a joyful spirit, I mean, you know, Christianity needs to be contagious. Nobody wants to be around a grumpy bump. You know? <laughs> and so I think, it, and, and John's looking at me like, right, should. <laughs> reach it? Yep, yeah. Exactly. You, you got one minute, babe. Wrap <laughs> one it up, minute? One minute. And so I just want, how can people reach out to you? Let's say they want you to come and do one of these live riffs. Or what if they want to find out if you're going to do a show for them? Oh, well, if they want us to do a live riff, it's going to cost them. Bring <laughs> the dollars,
0: baby. No, <laughs> beep, but uh, how can they beep, get a hold of you? The I
3: truck. got off of um, social media, so Bridget's the only
1: concert. And John, what's my Twitter handle? Your Twitter handle is at Bridget J. Nelson on Twitter. Say that's me. It, say it again. At Bridget J. Nelson. B-R-I-D-G-E-T-J-N-E-L-S-O-N. Sorry. He, that's my there. name.
2: You passed the spelling test. And you're better Bridget than me. Bridget
1: Nelson on Twitter. At Bridget Nelson on it, Twitter. You
2: know, John, can I applaud for you? If I had yes. a sound machine here, I would. Well, thank, thank you. Yeah, we I, love you. I think you. I
1: got it. I think I got one it. But like all here.
2: husband
0: and wives, I take care of all the social <laughs> things. So he's off social media and I have to, all day long I field questions about him.
2: Yeah, nobody I love cares it. about me. Well, you guys, <laughs> yeah, right. Mike Nelson, Bridget Nelson, I'm going to cry because nah. I'm just so sad to see our time go. We're we had so a glad. blast; it was so much fun. I would have laughed uncontrollably, but I had to keep control of the show. Lee Michaels, thank you so much for letting us come on. Thanks, Lee. My name is Suge Burry host of Him For Her Radio. Would you guys come find us? Because we are talking about the hot topics of today. John, you rocked it. Thank you so much for joining us. I'll see you soon. Yep. Come and find our guests. This is Sugbury. over and out. You know I love you.
1: What would Coach Don Shula do?